up, fam? Welcome to another episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. I'm stoked that you're here with me. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to make an announcement. So today is November 16th. That means that the period for submitting uh, a review for this podcast in order to appear on the podcast, um, that window has closed. So I'm going to go ahead and announce the winners. uh, Those of you who submitted a review um, between the 25th and the 15th. So first uh, winner for an appearance on the podcast, um, the username is, um, it looks like shown. Uh, So that's S-C-H-O-E-N-J-1. You left a review on the 26th of October and you wrote, great podcast. I've listened to all of them. Thank you so much for teaching us all how to listen to Holy Spirit. So if that was your review, please shoot an email to team at propheticlistening.com and I will send you the instructions um, on how to book a call. Uh, I'm going to select two more reviews people who left reviews. So, um, actually I'm going to select probably a couple more than that. So the next person who left a review, um, within that window, uh, and you are selected to, uh, to be on the podcast, the username is all nicknames are taken to, <laughs> which I loved that made me crack up. Um, you left a review on October 29th and you wrote, I always wanted to understand how to listen to God's voice. I was fortunate enough to hear his audible voice twice answering my prayers. That's awesome. Uh, what you do, Michelle is so beautiful. I tried it myself and God came through and gave me an image. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I heard you on my favorite podcast show, uh, touched by heaven, shout out to Trapper Jack. And I believe God immediately attracted me to you. I wish you all the best on your new journey. I really do believe that God has great plans for you because you inspire us all with the word of our Lord. God bless you. And thank you. Thank you so much. Um, all nicknames are taken too. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, I've selected you as well to um, appear on the podcast if you want to. So please shoot an email to team at propheticlistening.com and we'll make sure that we send you that booking link. Um, Next couple of reviews. I won't read um, these reviews out loud, um, but Hazelnut at Heart, you left a review on the 30th um, of October. Cooking Healthy Tastes Good, uh, you left a review on November 1st. Um, Asha.mcm, you left a review on the 4th of November. And DD for Jesus, you left a review on November 11th. So um, you came came right in, right in time and, and left that review. So if I read your usernames uh, or the nicknames that you put on your Apple review, you are selected to appear on the podcast. Again, shoot an email to team at propheticlistening.com and I will make sure that I get that booking link to you. Okay, thank you again for leaving those reviews. It helps tremendously with the algorithm, guys, when you do that. So even if you didn't leave a review within that window, I'm still gonna ask you to, to do so. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge. 
especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern his perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Okay, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. So today's episode is all about who to conduct prophetic listening with. So if you hadn't noticed already, um, throughout prophetic listening sessions and and episodes, um, prophetic listening by its nature is a collaborative process. You can absolutely use the clearing the room exercise in order to um, clear that space and have a nice clean slate to work off of when you're when you're listening to Holy Spirit. But by its nature, prophetic listening typically involves um, another individual or sometimes multiple individuals. Um, I've done prophetic listening with married couples before. Uh, in fact, if that's something that you guys want to see, leave a review and let me know, and I will I will do my best to to have an episode that features that. But prophetic listening. Uh, typically involves more than one person so that you have that confirmation and you have that collaborative element um, and accountability when you're listening. So I thought that it would be a good idea in this episode to really hone in on who you should be listening with if you decide to try prophetic listening or endeavor to do it. Um, obviously within the center for prophetic listening, I have, uh, trainings, I have a certification program, uh, for Christian coaches, uh, and I, I I don't pitch it, uh, too much. I mean, I mention it, but, but I haven't gone into detail about the coaching certification program. Um, in fact, you guys will be seeing, um, some future episodes featuring, uh, alum of, of the certification program, but, these are individuals who have been trained extensively in prophetic listening. They've put in um, clinical hours. They have uh, done the work inside and out to to really um, confidently and and competently um, lead a session with individuals in the context of either coaching, counseling, biblical counseling, or ministry. But let's just say for the layperson. You you have a question you want to ask God. Um, you're not quite sure if you're hearing Him correctly. Sometimes it's hard to read the label when you're inside of the bottle. <laughs> so we're going to be discussing um, how do you actually select the right person to listen with you because that is is really really important. I mentioned this in my book, um, Prophetic Listening, and this is a book that people have access to when they attend a workshop or if they're one of my students. Um, but this, this process is just this, a tiny component of a prophetic listening. So let's talk about who you will listen with. Um, I actually start off, uh, one of the chapters, part four, the process. I started off with who will you listen with? Um, because prophetic listening is a deeply personal and vulnerable spiritual activity. Um, you are leaning on and listening to the Holy Spirit every step of the way, um, but because there are numerous voices trying to clamor for um, space in your thoughts and your understanding, uh, who you pick with you to to listen is incredibly important. So, here's what I strongly recommend um, for the criteria for your listening partner: you want somebody who is on the same spiritual page as you. Okay, um, 
I have done prophetic listening sessions with those who have different belief systems, those who, um, even those who aren't Christians, I've, I've done that when I felt Holy spirit leading me to, but by and large, if somebody is going to be listening with me for me and, and in all of those cases, I should make, I should make that amendment. In all of those cases, I was listening for them. I was listening to Holy spirit for them. Um, and they were listening as well. And we always did it in the name of Jesus. Um, and I made it very clear. We're listening to Holy spirit and, you know, you, you and I may not be on the same page spiritually, but this is, this is how, this is what we're operating under. And that's very important because what you don't want to have happen is a counterfeit voice creeping in through the demonic realm. So people who have different spiritual beliefs, um, different theological, uh, understandings, they, they're a little bit more susceptible to deception just because heresy uh, exists, the occult exists, new age exists. And all of those spiritual realms and activities, um, they're counterfeits. They're counterfeits of the true and living God. And they're counterfeits of the revelation that God himself wants to deliver to his people. So I strongly recommend that when you're listening with another uh, person, that your partner be a born again, saved Christian just right off the bat. I tend to think of Christianity and one's faith walk as kind of like a, a target, um, you know, a target, maybe like a dartboard, a target that has different uh, rings around it. You have the bullseye and then the rings kind of um, expand outwards. And I once had a theology professor in Bible college say this, uh, and, and it always stuck with me. He said, Christians have been disagreeing about doctrine, um, or, or certain philosophical beliefs for as long as the church has existed. Right. Um, there are some streams of Christianity that forbid dancing. There are some streams of Christianity that say that, um, women can only wear skirts. There are some doctrines that are some streams of Christianity that say women can't wear makeup. Um, these are all examples I'm thinking of pertaining to women because I am a woman, but you know, there, there are other, um, uh, streams of, of Christianity that are hardcore, fundamental, um, you know, strict. And then there are other streams of Christianity that are um, super liberal, um, even to the degree that they ignore certain things that are written in scripture that um, of what is and is not uh, permissible. So, and because we're humans, it's kind of like human nature to, um, to want to just, to want to disagree and then part ways with a spirit of division because you disagree. And I just want to encourage you um, to, to think of this the way that my theology professor taught me, which is that um, the bullseye is the most important part of that target board. And the bullseye is always Jesus. Oops. Jesus, who Jesus is, what Jesus did and where Jesus is now, right? That Jesus is not only the son of God, but he is God that Jesus, uh, came down, sacrificed his life, um, died on the cross, uh, for our sins in our place, 
rose again, right? He's not in his grave anymore. He rose again and he is seated at the right hand of the father, um, interceding for us. And he has taken back, um, the keys from the enemy and we have authority in him. And for those who believe in Jesus as their Lord and savior, they are saved. That is the bullseye. That is the most important thing. That is the thing that you cannot compromise on. That is why there is, um, that's, that's why Christians will say very plainly, and, and it's not to be mean, but they will say Mormons are, are not Christians. We don't believe that. Um, that's why we say Jehovah's witnesses, not Christians, you know, um, that's why we say Muslims and, and, you know, those who are other and and other streams of faith, not saved according to Christian doctrine, because the bullseye states, Jesus Christ is the son of God. He is God. And you have to believe in him in order to be saved point blank period. So that is the most important element. When you're listening with another person, you want them to be a born again, saved Christian. You want them to be a believer. Um, and if you've noticed, I have listened with, um, so a couple guests who are Catholic <clears throat> and sometimes I've gotten pushback on that from, from individuals because like, Oh, why are you listening with the Catholic? You're not Catholic. And I'm like, no, I'm not Catholic. However, some of the, um, people with the strongest faith that I've ever known were Catholic. <laughs> um, my best friend who, who, uh, passed early last year, God rest her soul. She was Catholic, but she was a spirit filled believer who had completely surrendered her life to Jesus and loved him and heard him day in and day out. Um, so I, I don't want to get caught up in, um, Protestant, Catholic, um, Methodist, Baptist, or anything like that. Like the key is, do you believe in Jesus? Are you saved? So that's the first key. Second key is, um, they pray and they repent on a regular basis. What do I mean by that? If you're listening to somebody who never, or listening with somebody who never prays, who doesn't take the time to, um, converse with, with Papa God, why would you trust them to listen to God, uh, for, for important matters pertaining to your life? Like, why would you do that? Because in my mind, it's, it would kind of be like trusting, trusting, um, I don't know, a, a 10 year old or a 12 year old to pick up my, my sofa and, and move it out of my apartment and into my next one. Like it, it doesn't make sense. They don't have the muscle, the strength, the, 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 the spiritual, um, capacity to, to listen with, a, a strong degree of accuracy because they haven't been doing it on a, on a regular basis. Now that's not to say that it's impossible for them to hear God speak. And I think that God's grace can absolutely cover that, but I just think you want to employ wisdom when you're selecting somebody to listen with you and for you, um, ideally, and I'm talking about the most ideal circumstances, guys, I'm not saying this prohibits somebody from listening with you if they, if they don't have a regular prayer life, but the most ideal circumstance would be somebody who does pray on a regular basis, who does, um, engage with Holy spirit on a regular basis, who knows, um, their father's voice as, as, uh, scripture states. And then 
You also want somebody who lives out their faith. So this is another important thing. Um, There are a lot of people out there who claim to be Christians, who claim to be born again, and they are living with their boyfriend or girlfriend um, unmarried (laughs) and, and, and they think it's okay. Uh, There are people out there who are actively, you know, living in sin or, or, um, and that's just an example. I mean, and, and again, this is not to throw stones. This is not to condemn anybody. I'm just saying that you want somebody who not only believes um, in Jesus as their Lord and savior, but has submitted to his Lordship and endeavor to be obedient to him in their, their walk and in their life. Um, you don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. Right. But they are not only, they, they not only believe in God and believe in Jesus, but they're sensitive enough to his spirit to walk in righteousness. And they're sensitive enough to his spirit to course correct if they are in error. So it's really important that you, you listen with somebody who lives out their faith. Um, you want somebody who's sensitive to the Holy spirit, um, or, or is willing to be right. So even if you're listening with somebody who maybe they've been from a cessationist background, most of their, their walk with God, um, but they're open to hearing Holy spirit and they're open to, to shifting into receiving, um, and, and receiving the ministry of Holy spirit. I think it's important that you have somebody listen with you who um, either has that sensitivity or they're they're willing to open themselves to to hearing Holy Spirit. Um, it's important that you listen with somebody who is not involved in New Age or occult practices. Um, and what do I mean by that? Like, I'm not saying that. Obviously, you you don't want to listen with somebody who's a Satanist, right? Um, but there are also some other practices that can be uh, a little suspect in nature and that can open the door to um, demonic or counterfeit spirits. Uh, an example of that would be like Reiki, right? Or um, another example would be maybe somebody who plays with a Ouija board on a regular basis. Like those are things that you want to be leery of because that opens the door um, to, to demonic and counterfeit spirits. And that's not what you want when you're, when you're doing a listening session. Um, remember that the enemy is always looking for an open door to be able to slither in like the snake that he is. So, um, if, if you have somebody who believes in Christ, um, but is still dealing with crystals or new age meditation or, um, you know, transcend, um, it's so called transcendentalism or something like that. Uh, you know, they're on their process and they're on their journey. So it's not for you to judge them and it's not for you to um to dismiss them and say, oh, their faith isn't genuine. That's that's not necessarily the case. Um you should tell them the truth and love, but it's not for you to to judge them. But it's also for you to use wisdom and discernment as to whether you want to listen with them or not. And um, and then you also want somebody who uh, will have a genuine fear of the Lord and will operate in obedience. Um, and that kind of goes without saying, because if somebody is hearing God speak to them and 
and then he has a message that he wants to deliver to you through them, but they either have a dismissive attitude towards God, or they think that they know better or, or they're too afraid and intimidated to actually speak up and take a risk and say what God has put on their hearts. Well, in the end, they're still robbing you of, um, a gift that God has for you, a message that he wants to impart to you an encouragement and exhortation an instruction, even that God may want to give. So you want somebody who has, um, has a fear of the Lord. And what I mean by that is a healthy reverence for him. They care about the accuracy, but they care more about uh, communicating what God is telling you through them. So they're okay with taking a risk and possibly looking foolish um, because they want to be obedient to the father's heart. Something that I have run into when I've done, when I've been in prophetic trainings, this was earlier in my, my walk with Holy spirit. Um, sometimes individuals would train me and say that, okay, when you give a prophetic word, um, if God says X, Y, and Z, you need to say it like ABC. And I remember thinking at the time, why would I do that? (laughs) God is perfectly capable of saying exactly what he wants to say, exactly how he wants to say it. And who am I to, to not communicate it the way that he originally intended? Another thing that I used to hear um, was this rule, no dates, mates, or babies in, in the prophetic. And I can understand the reasoning behind that. I think there is a little bit of, of, uh, not a little bit, probably a lot of wisdom to that. Um, but I don't think that it should be completely restricted because I know of several people who have had babies and, um, who had fertility issues and they were prophesied over about having a baby and they, they then had a baby and, um, God's word never returns to him void. I know of people who receive prophetic words about their spouses, um, or even prophetic words to introduce someone who would become to, to another person who would become their spouse. And those words came to pass. And so, you know, and I have experienced, um, prophetic words regarding dates as well. And things happening to the exact date as it was prophesied over me months beforehand. So when people say no dates, mates, or babies, to me, it's like, who are we to muzzle God? Um, But I also understand the idea that you want to be extremely discerning and you want to use caution when when speaking out in that way. Because what you don't want to do is lead people astray get their hopes up or create some type of trauma or, or spiritual, um, spiritual abuse, uh, by, by not being cautious in the process of, of sharing those, those words. And then, uh, the other piece, and I would probably say the final piece that you want to consider when you're listening with somebody is having somebody who will hold your session in confidence if you are uh, listening about something that is of a sensitive nature. So it really comes down to, can I trust this person? Can I trust this individual um, to not only uh, be discreet when they're doing a session with me, but also to, to honor me while they're listening with me? There's nothing quite as discouraging as when you are going to somebody and asking them for prayer. I'm not even just talking about a prophetic listening session. Maybe you're just asking them for prayer and all of a sudden they are 
spewing advice at you, or they're telling you what, like, oh, I think you should do this. Or, or they're trying to, or they're asking even more questions that cause greater distress. And it's like, no, the reason I I came to you is because I want to ask God about this, not because I'm trying to figure this out on my own. So be mindful of who you're listening with, because um, you want it to be somebody who who's trustworthy. So just the soft um, summary or recap of, of what I stated, when you're doing a prophetic listening session, be mindful of who you are listening with. You want them to be a born again, saved Christian. You want them to believe in Jesus and only Jesus as their Lord and savior. You want that individual to pray and repent on a regular basis and actually live out their faith. Not somebody who just says that they're a Christian and they live as an unbeliever. Um, I think it was Joyce Meyer who once said, I could sit in a garage that don't make me a car. <laughs> Still cracks me up. Um, you want uh, that person to be sensitive to Holy Spirit, um, or at least willing to be sensitive to Holy Spirit. You want that individual to believe in the gifts of the Spirit and to not be involved in New Age or occult practices. You want this individual to genuinely fear the Lord and have a heart of obedience. And you want this person to be someone who will hold your sessions in confidence um, and who you find to be trustworthy. So some of you listening are like, how on earth am I going to find somebody who ticks off all those boxes? And it's okay if, if you don't have somebody who ticks off all the boxes, right? Like I said, the bullseye is they love Jesus. They believe in Jesus. He's their Lord and savior. <clears throat> However, Something I would encourage you to do is um, ask the Lord who you should listen with, right? This podcast is all about hearing God's voice and listening to him. So I strongly encourage you, ask Holy Spirit um, who you should be listening with and watch as he highlights somebody. And if there isn't anybody in your life at this time who you can listen with, I would encourage you um, to to consider doing a couple of things. Well, first and foremost, pray and ask God to bring uh, the right people into your life who you can listen with. And secondly, consider joining the the Discipleship Academy that I'm going to be launching soon. Um, so I'm actually launching it early next year um, in January. And it's a 90 day discipleship Academy for people who are wanting to, um, receive prophetic listening, practice prophetic listening and explore, um, utilizing prophetic listening in their own ministries and maybe bringing it to their churches. So I'm excited for what's to come. And I will be sharing more details on this podcast as, as um, the year comes to a close. Lastly, I want to tee you guys up for, uh, the next episode that's happening next week. I'm really, really excited. So this episode, as I talked about the most ideal person to do a prophetic listening session with, or to receive prophetic listening from, um, to that end though, I wanted to, I did want to do an episode with somebody who is not a believer and, uh, the Lord highlighted somebody who I know, um, and I don't know her super well, but I know her enough to know that she, she's not a believer and she agreed, um, to hop on this podcast with me and do a session. Um, and so her episode will be coming up, um, on the very next episode airing Tuesday, and we're going to be doing a session together and you will see what it is like to, um, to listen with a non-believer and, and see how God breaks through in a really, really powerful way, ministering to her, um, blessing her, speaking over her and, and 
just showing her how much he loves her um, just by virtue of allowing her to, to hear his voice through prophetic listening. So I'm really excited for that episode. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this one. And again, um, go ahead and leave that review so that I know that you're enjoying the show. All right, guys, have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Share it on your social. Text a friend about it. Bring it up in conversation. Whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review. Guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also... Find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.